Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersysGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining me on this week's episode is Alison Littlefair, who is the author of a children's book about cannabis called Walter the Wizard and the Magic Seed. This is a book that explains the medicinal properties behind cannabis and the difference it would make to the environment if cannabis was legalized and utilized properly. It's pretty much written to try and break the stigma of cannabis and what children are initially taught about it. And it's a, it's a real good book. I do actually have a signed copy of it here. And Alison is also gonna send another copy of Walter the Wizard and the Magic Seed so we can do a competition for it, which you might be able to win yourself. So if you want to know more about that, it, I haven't got the competition up yet. I'm just waiting for the book to be delivered. When the book arrives, I'll have the competition up and running over at PersysGrowRoom.com and you'll be able to get more information over there. So if you're not already a member of Percy's Grow Room, this is a good time to go over there, sign up, become a member, and just say hi so everybody knows who you are and introduce yourself to the community. It'll be great to have you over there. But in the meantime, this is this week's interview with Alison Littlefair. It's a really good interview. We go off on some tangents about um, painkillers and antidepressants and addiction to pharmaceutical medications. It's a real cool interview. I enjoyed doing it, and I hope Alison enjoyed doing it too. And I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Thanks again for downloading the show. I hope you enjoy it, and I'll catch you at the end. See you in a bit. Now, thank you very much for coming along to talk to us about your book. When I say us, it's just me because it's very early for our panel. Yeah, yeah. We've got some guys in the <laughs> USA. and well, I've been awake since two o'clock this morning. Oof. Yeah. Why was that? Uh, well, I've just got that much on my mind. I'm in the middle of moving house and stuff, and I just can't oh. switch the brain off. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Do you smoke cannabis yourself? I um, I have the RSO, and I okay. like to have cannabis teas, and I'm partial to an edible, yeah. Right, yeah. I tried to, I've got partial collapsed lungs, so I can't really smoke it. Oh, lame. Yeah. I've got loads uh, of illnesses, loads of problems. <laughs> so does not, you're not trying using any of that to help you sleep? Um, well, yeah, it just doesn't work. And it doesn't seem to get me to sleep now. I think, um, you know, it did at the beginning, but it just doesn't now. Oof. I think I'm just used to it, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. The tolerance you've levels got, go You've got to way. withstand for a couple of days, haven't you? And it's, it's just doing that. <laughs> oh, to build up the tolerance again insomnia is the worst as well yeah, yeah. especially when you've got stuff to do you know when you move in house i'm sure you got lots to do yeah well, you've got to do working. it all tired so <laughs> i've got I've, I've done five five orders for the uh, pet castings this morning I, I, so yeah it's just it's non-stop and my daughter's homeschooled and yeah it's just non-stop at the minute i'm busy then yeah so you got you got the but you got the book do you receive I did, the book? indeed yes and i've read it as well Excellent. It's very nice, man. Did you do the drawings on this as well? No, I have. Uh, well, I do the storyboards. I decide where everything goes. And I've got an illustrator um, who I've worked with for about eight years now, awesome. um, doing lots of different stuff. Manas, yeah, he's really good. So this um, isn't your first book? Uh, well, I've wrote about eight stories. Um, Walter the Wizard was a whole concept. It was a, I wanted like a, an alternative learning resource for children um, that wasn't taught in mainstream schools. Um, you know, surrounding sort of children's mental health, um, intrusive thoughts, um, 
you know, just fundamentally like how to be kind and like all of these sort of things that, you know, they just they get overridden in school. Um, mm. Just about, you know, not fitting in and things like that. And obviously the CBD, the, it was the kids with the seizures. Um, I think there's 60,000 children in the, in the UK today with, um, with having tonic seizures, sometimes up to 300 tonic seizures a day. And mm-hmm. 25 of them kids will die every single week. Wow. Um, yeah, Fucking that's hell, man. a statistic. Um, it's, and doctors would rather remove something like seven parts of a child's brain before offering them plant-based, I can't speak, plant-based medicine. Um, so that just blew my mind. And I thought, you know, we can't rely on sort of the government and people to do the right thing by the kids. Uh, we have to sort of change the narrative ourselves. And obviously it saved my life. I was, I was on um, a whole world of pharmaceutical drugs off the GP, um, oxycontin, oxycodone, tramadol, pregabalin, um, you know, antidepressants, all sorts of stuff. And wow. I mean, I've, I've not had one single, not even a paracetamol in, I think it's coming up for five years, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, that two years pandemic, I, I, I've like missed two years. So I think Same. It's still 2020 in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I did interviews before the pandemic, it was four years. And then in my head, I'm still thinking four years, but I think it must be nearly coming up six now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all a bit of a blur, but um so, yeah, so it's changed my life. Uh, you know, it's, it changed the, the, our family's dynamic, everything. Um, it just made our lives better. And I thought, oh, this is really tricky that something's got such a stigma attached to it. And everyone's, you know, it's so frowned upon and the shame attached to it, especially for mums. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, you know, this this really needs sort of re, rewording and and, uh, and a whole new narrative putting on it, you know. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not about glorifying, you know, smoking it and getting stoned with kids. It's It's about getting them to understand that plants heal and you don't need to, you know, it's not all about pharmaceutical drugs and there's lots of, you know, hidden healing plants out there for them to look for. And especially with this one as it's, it's saving the kids' lives. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, it just really triggered me to write it. Um, but as you can imagine, it's a bit out there. <laughs> Did you so, get much uh, backlash from it? Yeah, I've had, I've had quite a bit of stick. Um, but the majority, um, you know, especially consumers and that, they, 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 they think it's fabulous. Um, because it literally it's like there's a white elephant in the room in most families um, where you know it's hidden they hide it from the children but they'd sit and have a glass of wine and and pop the pills and all the rest of it in front of the kids but with the you know with the fact of going out and having a you know having um, the cannabis vapes and stuff like that on a night the stigma attached to that it, it was just such shameful I thought mm-hmm. that you know this is really the dynamics just not it's not just in my head so I thought you know we need to do something about it um, but but yeah, it's yeah, I've I've got doctors and nurses backing it now. Um, there's you know there's quite a lot of people that think it's a really good thing. But obviously, you're always going to have it's it's mainly ignorance. It's people that mm-hmm. don't understand what the book's about. Um, I've had I've had like a few comments when I put, when I put the post on the other day, and someone said, "Oh, it's like glorifying alcohol to kids." And I put, you know, well, alcohol one isn't saving kids from having seizures. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you can't hit, change the whole planet and environment with alcohol, and you know and it's just I don't know how they can put the two together, really. So you've got that level of naivety still from the public. Um, and that's it. And you, well, like you say, it's just ignorance. The information is out yeah. there for people. They just choose to ignore it at this point. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, and a lot of people, you know, if it doesn't affect them, they'd rather stick their head in the sun and turn a blind eye. But I think for me, it just triggered me. And because uh, I already had Walter, the wizard, and I just and he, he does investigate things. He goes and investigates things. He's got um, red magic shrinking shoes, and he goes and shrinks down to Tiny Town, and he goes in search for clues. I've got loads <laughs> of like garden adventures books that go with that section of it. And basically, it was just something that, you know, it was a plan for him to investigate. And his friend comes, obviously having seizures, 
and um, and they want to find a cure for her. And it's just all about, you know, exploring the plant and, and growing it from seed to, you know, sort of pruning it and making the oil for her. And then obviously at the end, all the village is like looking in, which is pretty Spoiler much- alert, everybody, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to buy it now. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, it's... Um, it's just a simple story, but you know, one that people are too afraid to tell. I don't mm-hmm. know. So I think it's a good book, man. You know, it's, I, I don't often read colorful books like this now, mm. this age, you know, but it does yeah. put a good, good message across. And it's not just about the medicinal part, side of things, it's about yeah. the environmental impact exactly, that, that yeah. can, you know, a difference could be made if hemp or cannabis was used instead yeah. of plastics and, and wood. Yeah. I it's think crazy. it's becoming more and more apparent to me, though, that even if there is much better solutions for the population, the people at the top just won't do it, you know, if, unless it benefits them financially. Mm-hmm. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know how far we can go with it. You know, we just got to keep soldering on, but it all seems a bit overpowering at the minute. I, I don't know about you. I just keep thinking like, are we actually making any progress? I don't know. Yeah, it, it is difficult, isn't it, man? You yeah. see just all the time. I mean, and especially over the last couple of months in the UK, it seems like we've gone backwards. Yeah. The, yeah, the whole mindset is changing backwards to, to how it was in the 70s and shit. Yeah, it's, it's like common fast. sense has just has left the building entirely. Mm-hmm. Over, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. We do, Obviously, massive activists for it and an advocate for, for the whole plant. You know, we should be able to grow so many plants ourselves. That's what I mm-hmm. believe. And, um, and sort of create your own medicine. And as long as the education and understanding and knowledge is out there, people can make their own judgments and stuff like that. It's never killed anybody. But they should, you know, like if you went to America, there's lots of specialist dispensaries that can, you know, go through all these things with people. But we don't have really access to any of that over here. Obviously, CBD, but the THC with the entourage effect is what a lot of kids need and a lot mm-hmm. of people need. Mm-hmm. Um, I think obviously CBD, they've pushed everything on the back of CBD with it being legal. Um, but when I've spoke to the parents, uh, you know, with the children suffering from the seizures, they yeah. say a lot of them do need um, either a small amount or whatever of THC. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just it's a real touchy subject isn't it it is yeah and it shouldn't be at the yeah. end of the day I mean, it's, it's a medicine plant, and it plant, works yeah. it's a it, plant given to us you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's just again it's the brainwashing the programming and you know like the back in the day the reefer madness you know mm-hmm. um it was just it's just the propaganda that's that's stuck i suppose um but what can it makes you angry it? doesn't it so, it's, it's yeah. so unjust man like you said yeah and that's that's where I'm at. I just think, well, if they won't talk about it, I'll create something and uh, we'll shed a huge light on it that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, and obviously it's not for everybody, but if people are in that situation and, and they are consuming cannabis and they do feel that level of shame and things like that, it is a really nice little book just to have in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, so people can get it out and read the story and it just takes away the, you know, the stigmatism of it. It's, um, it's yeah, it's it's a, it's a little helpful tool, I think, for people uh, that do have cannabis in their lives. But um, as well, it's also spreading awareness on on the kids with the seizures situation because the amount of people I speak to, they don't they don't have a clue that that's mm-hmm. even what's going on, mm-hmm. you know. And when I say that the doctors would rather remove seven parts of a child's brain, which has got to be dodgy, um, you know, over just trialing them with some plant based oil first. That's and crazy, and, isn't it? And, and I mean, so many other drugs as well yeah. before they get to cannabis. They give them ketamine. They give the kids everything. I mean, the stuff they put them kids through on a trial basis in hospitals. I've seen um, Murray, for example. I mean, he his mum Karen Gray. She's wonderful, and mm-hmm. she um, and Joanne Griffiths. And you know, I've networked with a few of them, and we've, we've you know we've been keeping in touch and. 
it just breaks my heart. I think Murray was was having 300 tonic seizures a day. And since mm-hmm. he's been on the oil, he's not had one seizure in two years. So he's in normal school. He's like a normal little boy now. And wow, I mean, if it's you crazy, give a man. child that, I don't know what there is to talk about. So, Fucking hell. Yeah, exactly. And um, so she's done that. But then I've seen pictures of him and he had the helmet on and his head's doubled in size from all the steroids. And it, she said he's been on like really horrible drugs in the hospital and just the side effects that come with all of that, you know, but we can't offer them plant-based oil because apparently there's not enough research, but there is an abundance of research on this plant now. But I mean, it's not it's- just that though. Even if there was no research whatsoever, how come they're happy to give the pharmaceutical drugs as a trial because there's no evidence, but not not going to do the same thing with cannabis? It's because an absolute farce, approved, man. Exactly. Yeah. Their mother, just, the whole government's yeah. crooked, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, joke. It's it's terrible. It's really, really terrible. Um, I, I was looking um, where they were speaking to Matt Hancock. I think it was 2018, and he was saying, "No stone will be on, go unturned, and I'll do everything I can for your kids." And obviously, the pandemic's hit, and every, everything's just COVID mad now. That nothing mm-hmm. else exists on the planet apart from COVID. Mm-hmm. But, but um, you know, Joanne was saying, you know, they've just totally left the kids, and 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 instead, what they did, which was brilliant, um, in 2019 when it all started, or was it the beginning of 2020? They gave all of the kids, disabled kids, especially the ones who were suffering with the seizures, a do not resuscitate order on them. That's right. So that yeah, good. that was fucked yeah. up shit, man. I was, I think uh, oh, yeah. Billy Bonds, one That's of our listeners, told about that. <laughs> yeah. How can you do that shit, man? I know. It's bad. So just it's just, you know, it's just my little way of sort of contributing to the cause and trying to lift stigmas and just so we can all be free and just get about our day, go about our day. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's a nightmare, isn't it? It is, man. So have you seen minds be changed by the book? Yeah, I've had um, I've had a lot of people message me and say, you know, they burst into tears because they just couldn't believe, like, sort of seen it in that context, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and just because again, they, uh, that plant has saved a lot of people's lives, and they just really believe in it. And obviously, seeing something like that, it's like a book from the future, you know, when people read it, that it just doesn't look right, you know, you won't see it mm-hmm. in Waterstones, <laughs> not yet, maybe it's one day, but. Um, it's it's for the community the book you know and it and it, and it is just to bring awareness to people that are, are not awake to what's going on you know with with regards to the kids with seizures and stuff like that but yeah I've had a mix I think when I first started it and I didn't have the confidence myself back in it because it was such a big thing to do mm-hmm. um, I mean I've got two kids myself you know and, and I've got a hypersensitive child as well so it's it's a really big thing to sort of put the words cannabis and children in the same context and mm-hmm. um, and obviously I, I did it well, as the second year's gone on and I've had a lot more feedback and, you know, a few people are wholesaling it now and, and stocking it. And the support I've had has been really nice. So I've just sort of tried to zone out the uh, negative side of it because a lot of it, like you say, is just ignorance. If mm. they understood what the book is about and the principles behind it all, then I think they would be a That's bit right. better about it. It's not as if you're going to try selling crack to any kids or something. What the fuck? Man? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. But yes, yeah, so that's about it, really, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's the book in the nutshell. Do yeah. you grow? Do you grow your own? Do you grow your own cannabis no, too? No. Do you? No, you don't use any of the magical seeds yourself, no. No, <laughs> no. I just I, again, you know, I just wouldn't. I don't want them at my door. The place at my door. So no, mm-hmm. I definitely. Uh, <laughs> but the, the, you know, I would love to. I would absolutely love to, and uh, I wish we all could. You know. You think we're going to be able to one day? If it's good, if it if it ends up benefiting them in some way, then yeah, maybe we'll yeah. be allowed to. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, not if it's only going to benefit us. I can't see that happening. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to be um, negative. Cynical. But, 
Yeah. But, but, uh, but we've what, been driven to that shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is where we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when something in your head just thinks that, you know, it just feels right. It sits right. Intuitively, it feels right. And and then, you, you, you know, you look at the way that their stance is on it and it's just polar opposites. And I just think, I don't know how we can meet in the middle of that. Mm. Um, but the evidence is there, you know. I mean, I, I could, but obviously they've lost a customer. Big Pharma lost a customer in me when... Um, <laughs> when I found the CBD oil and everything, because I was on the whole plant extract oil. Mm. And um, I've got fibromyalgia, um, osteoarthritis, hypermobility. Like I said, I've got the partial collapsed lung. Um, so I, I have a lot of pain and um, the CBD. And then I started on the RSO and it was just a game changer for me. And I was able to come off all the tablets. I lost four stone. I lost the stone after every tablet I managed to come off. I mean, it was hell coming off them tablets, like being on heroin. Yeah, um, I think they said I was on there something like the equivalent of four bags of heroin through opiates Oof. off my GP. Well, I mean, if that's not just a drug dealer in a white coat, I don't yeah. know what it is. And, you know, they'll throw that shit at you all day long, man. You know, hey, take more painkills, but don't touch that cannabis now. Yeah, I couldn't do my business. I couldn't do anything. Um, I used to just fall asleep. It, you know, I've got two kids. Like I said, it was just and they just let you go with all that and up this and put um, tramadol intermittently. Oh, we need to up this now and. And then I used to go to the pain clinic. And honestly, I haven't been to doctors in five years. I'm still in a lot of pain, but I just manage it. And I, mm. and I seem to cope better. Now I'm not on any of the pharmaceutical drugs. I think the, uh, yeah, there's lots of side effects to being on them. And they just make you not cope with life as well. Yeah, um, they are terrible fucking drugs, man. Especially the opioids, yeah. the painkillers. Yeah, yeah. And people get well, addicted America, to that shit. Fuck, yeah. America, you know, Oxycontin raw. Like everyone's homeless. or They're injecting it. I mean, this is what Big Pharma have done to people in America. Yeah. And they're, they're, meanwhile, they're counting the pounds, you know. I don't, we need to raise our vibration, not be negative, but I'm, I feel quite negative at the minute yeah. <laughs> with all of that, you know. It's hard not to. It's hard I not know. to. It's just the injustice is rife. It's, it's shocking. Yeah. yeah. Especially it's, to see the kids suffer the way they do. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the kids that do it to me. You know, it's the kids that do it. just triggers me. I think, no, you know, mm -hmm. they deserve so much more. I mean, these last two years, the mental health, the next, I've got another book coming out. It's called The Worry Dragon. So it's it's oh, Walton cool. the Wizard and uh, The Worry Dragon. So you've got a, a sneak peek here. <laughs> and um, it's all, again, about children's unhelpful thoughts and, uh, you know, like they can't make sense of things and all that self-sabotage and stuff that we don't get taught about. Mm. And, um, and basically, you know, it's a lovely little story. There's exercises at the back again for the kids to do. Um, but I just think it's going to be so needed again because they've just lot. I mean, you've all you've got kids that are into like politics now and like and the climate change and the stress that they have on their little shoulders. Yeah. They should be out playing and having fun. And I don't know what this is anymore. So yeah, it's just if I can do anything that's going to ease that kind of stress for them and and make things easier, then I'm, I'm going to try and do that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't make money from this. This is literally like just my passion. I, I do have my own business, um, you know, which which takes up a lot of my time and my my kids are homeschooled, like I say. So this book is just literally it's been a passion and something that I wanted to give back, um, with it changing my life, you know, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I did it. Do you get many interviews about the book? Um, I've had quite a few, but I just I, at the beginning I did. I was doing quite a lot, and there was a lot in America. Um, I was doing quite a few interviews in America. I've done a lot of work with like Mike Wise, and uh, there's a few other people. And then I did some with you know the Weed Nuns and things like that. Sweet, um, but right, right at the beginning. But then I've sort of just I've just let it take its own organic thing now. You know, I don't want to push it on people. I don't want to force 
you know, it, I just think if, if people want it, then they want it. I've stopped selling yeah. it singularly now. Um, so it's only going to be available like when people have stocked it. And it is stocked in a few places. But just because one, I didn't want to undercut the people that were stocking it for me. And also um, it costs a lot for me to just sell it singularly like that, you know. With and time and to get to the post office yeah. and all that yeah, shit. When you've got the business that. to run and kids, you know. It's, yeah. So it's time consuming. It's, it's there yeah. if anyone wants to stock it, you know, in the shops and stuff like that. I can get it done. But um, but I've, I've took it down from being sold singularly um, right now because obviously, like I've just explained, it's just not it's just not beneficial for me to do that. And it's costing mm-hmm. a fortune. And so, <laughs> so I've stopped doing that. But it is there. It is there to stock. So when it comes to your cannabis shoes, because you, yeah. you have fibromyalgia, that's how you pronounce right. Lady Gaga yeah. has that too, the, the missus right. tells me. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people have it now. Yeah, it does seem to be a common issue. Again, I think it's um, like, I mean, you know, don't don't quote me on this, but I feel like it's a diagnosis given to people that they can't diagnose. Like, well, you know, when you've got pain all over your body and stuff like that, and I've been told it was osteoarthritis, hypermobility, various things, bulging discs. Um, and then, you know, and then you get the fibromyalgia um, diagnosis. But again, it's what is fibromyalgia? You know, where's it come from? And they have to have an illness to give you the cure and to give you medication. And I don't mm. know. I don't. I don't know how much of it is is realistic. To be honest, I don't maybe know. It's, maybe it's just side effects from all the fucking the drugs yeah, they've maybe given you. Yeah, that's the damage yeah. being left behind from all of that. You don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You don't know. So where do you get your cannabis from? Your cannabis oils and things. Well, I'm not going to say that. Oh, right. so, <laughs> so you don't get them on the NHS, no? Oh, no, no. Fucking hell. It must cost <laughs> you quite a bit to be able to medicate yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's not cheap, are they? It, it absolutely does. Um, I'm, I'm going to look into doing that, though, the uh, medical um, prescription. When, once I've got moved and stuff, I'm going to look more into that. Because um, yeah. I do a lot of stuff with NI Canada, you know, in Northern Ireland. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know Alan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know he's sort of uh, quite knowledgeable on it, so I'll probably give him a message and, and start that process rolling. I don't know, just obviously because then it takes the stress off you a little bit. But I don't know. I've heard mis- mixed responses from all of that as well. So, mm. so I mean, though it's legal for medicinal use in the UK, you have to be able to pay a lot of money to get it. There's only a few people who can get it on the NHS. I mean, I think uh, Alfie, Alfie Dingley is one of those people. Right, right. It's not many. It's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's just, it's. I don't understand why cannabis is the last thing they go for. And it's the mm-hmm. last on the list. It's like, it's oh, we like tried everything else. Therapy. Came, mm-hmm. I said this to people, chemotherapy, a lot of it's periwinkle plant. And people don't realise that it's plants that do so many things. Like, yeah, you know, uh-huh. and, they, they obviously they patent it and they put mix it with their man-made stuff or whatever and then they've got a product but fundamentally the basis of a lot of the medication is plants it's mm-hmm. plant-based um but we're just not knowledgeable on it where, where i am i'm at, that's like my little passion at the minute and um, finding out all this holistic remedies and like you know like a little white witch now <laughs> but uh, i love it like all my teas and like you know it, it's lovely but when you don't know and you, and you only think you've got the option of the doctor and stuff, it can be really bad because obviously no matter what you seem to get from the doctor, it can give you a side effect, like, you know, even constipation from, from um, prescription drugs, then you're on mm-hmm. a laxative, then your bowel's getting used to a laxative, you know, and then that can cause other problems with prostate and stuff. It, it's like, it's just an endless cycle of, um, you know, eating processed crap and mm-hmm. all of this sort of stuff and then going to the doctors and it's just, you've got to change the whole thing haven't you you've got to really change your whole lifestyle mm-hmm. to um to make yourself better i think 
um, because we're just all sort of we watch the TV and we, you know, we we we've fed into all of this sort of processed foods and consumerism and and you know it's making us all unwell. Yeah. And uh, I think again, you know, I don't know how I would put that in a book form, but for the kids, but I think it's important message again that you know, it's just not the right way to go about everything. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I've got a lot of uh, thinking to do <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> that's going to be the next book you do after yeah, you, maybe, yeah. you've got the the worry dragon coming up next yeah worry dragon's the next one um and then i was thinking even like you know like indigo children kids that don't fit the narrative you know like because there's so many of us i, I never fit in at school and mm-hmm. um, i just think you know there's a lot of them and it's just nice to just make make things normalized instead of again being a stigma attached to that oh you're different because you do this you know and it's just i don't know i just think I like to shed a light on things that are a bit different, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what makes people accept things is knowledge, you know, yeah. uh, the lack of ignorance. And create a whole new narrative. So it gets people talking and then when, you know, when they do fully understand, they think, oh, yeah, OK. And, and you know, and and then it's worth it, isn't it, if, if people can see things in a different light. And then, you know, I've done my job, really, I suppose. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So how many people do you think have your book, the uh, Walter the Wizard and the Magical Seed? You sold a lot of copies? I think about 600. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, it is and it isn't. I mean, it's, it's, that's just me doing that on my own. You know, I think yeah. when people have big publishers, they sort of sell thousands at a time. But, um, mm-hmm. And that's over like sort of a year and a half, two years. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, you know it's getting the thing is as well though it's the algorithms because i know this with my other business mm-hmm. um i'm having to, to pay to boost every single thing now so anybody sees it so and i just feel like i don't want to be part of that game where yeah. all my money's going on boosting posters so people see it in the hope that they buy something i mean the mm-hmm. book is there now if people if people truly want it you know they can have it and it's just i don't know i just i just don't want to push things on people anymore and i'm trying to just be a bit more like you know surrender it and just let it <laughs> let it take its own sort of organic flow now um maybe you should push it more like uh billy says here in the chat he said uh the book should be in every school and it, it makes a good point you know there's children out there i've got um you know enough about me to go and i'm a very sensitive person myself like when i go in there and people put you down and i've had a lot of that you know mm-hmm. it's, it's just me on my own doing this and i, I think mm-hmm. that's the thing i think you know a lot of there's a team of people or people have partners or um, mm-hmm. investors and and it's just me so yeah i've done i've done it i think i've done okay for now and obviously i've got to get my family settled and get moved and stuff like that um but uh but yeah i mean i'm, I'm grateful i've had so much wonderful feedback you know I've had mm-hmm. kids drawing Walter and sending me them with the cannabis that I've had, like, you know, awesome. and then reading it. And, oh, it's been amazing, you know, and and lots and lots of lovely, lovely support. And I've met lots of nice people. I've met lots of dodgy, silly people, but I've met lots of lovely people as well. I'm in the mm-hmm. 420 Art Club, um, and I've met friends for life in there over the last two years. You know, we do art on a, on a Sunday night, and um, it, it's just really nice. So... Lots of good stuff has come out of it, you know, but it's it, it's the same with anything when you when you're putting out a different narrative that people aren't used to hearing or seeing you're going to you have to expect people to challenge you on yeah. it. And uh-huh. and I have done, but it does take its toll mentally. I mean, like I said, I do suffer anyway with mental health and stuff like that. I always have done uh-huh. and um, being hypersensitive myself, like my daughter, she's probably got it off me, a little worry dragon. So, yeah, it's it's uh, I do what I can do, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you do a good job of it. 
it's getting out there and it's changing people's minds, you know? Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. So what's your next plan? What are you going to do next? You're going to write your Worry Dragon book? Well, the Worry Dragon's wrote and the illustrations are done. I cool. just need to, um, you know, get enough money together to get that one published now because I'm hoping to get that done in a hardback because it's a bit of a bigger book, this one. Okay. Um, and I Does think it rhyme hardback... as well? It rhymes same sort of uh, layout as... No, it's not, it's not in rhyme, this one. No, it's it's... Again, there's a very important message. And I thought instead of focusing on the rhyme, I just wanted to, you know, the kids to be able to relate to it. And the dragon actually gets to write down his worries and everything in the book and, mm -hmm. and what he wants to hope to achieve. And it's about overcoming his fears, basically. Um, and, you know, and then realising that his unhelpful thoughts didn't amount to anything and that they are exactly what they are, just unhelpful thoughts. And, and they come and they go. And we're all consumed by thoughts, all of us. And um, I just think it's very important that kids understand that because, again, you can become consumed by your negative thoughts, you know. Mm -hmm. um, especially when it's just stuck down their necks all day long when they're watching it on TV. And yeah. Especially nowadays, it. it must be so scary for them. Oh, it's horrible. It's, I mean, it's been awful for my, for my mm -hmm. daughter. You know, everyone in masks everywhere mm -hmm. and, you know, glaring at her because obviously she's only little. She doesn't have one on. I've had people say she should have a mask on and, oh, it's horrible. Um, I've been um, thrown out of Asda. I've been asked to leave. I have the landman's card around me because obviously I've got partial collapsed lungs. So yeah, fuck's a, sake. an ethylene oxide mask around my face, it's not, it's not a good idea. And um, and I very rarely go out anyway, but and then I only go out when I'm healthy and well, you know, it's common sense, a lot of it. So <laughs> I have the landman's card and I got asked to leave from Asda. I've had trouble um, going in quite a few places, to be honest. It's really took its toll over the last two years out of me. For really, yeah. sake, man. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible how they've managed to turn us all against each other like this. It's, I know, I know. It's incredible. Well, my cousin is currently... Um, getting land to go off grid you know and, and create tiny like her own like community over there not nothing sort of you know too extreme but just there have been many people just, doing the same thing yeah it's, it's, it's a it's a trend that's kicking and, up now yeah and have the animals and the fresh food and you know just nice people and music and we just as humans that's what we need you know we just mm -hmm. need nice things and community yeah exactly that like get the campfire on and the uh, we'll meet one day. We'll have I can play the guitar, me so <laughs> <laughs> so can I? I yeah, yeah. do it all. <laughs> so yeah, we have we like get the fire on and have a sing song and that and I don't know. It's just all too doom and gloom at the minute, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It is, man. Yeah. And it just we, I think we get carried away with what's going on around the world and we don't appreciate what it's going to be. Well, let's say we. I mean, we are aware of yeah. it, but there's many people who are not aware of the damage it's having to our kids yeah. and the long-term yeah. psychological damage it's going to have. I know. I Imagine know. kids like between the age of four and seven now, like this is all they know. This is the world they know. This is the world they were born into. The first few years well, they won't niece, remember. My niece, um, well, she's my great niece. It's my niece's had a daughter, and um, and she was born throughout the pandemic. So mm. she'd literally never been to a mother and toddler group or anything. So when it after she'd been at home for a full year with it, she took her to these places, and and um, the baby was just absolutely freaking out because she's just not used to being around people. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, you know, they can't see people's faces. We've got the we've got a problem with all the teenagers. Obviously, if they've got spots and stuff, they love the mask. They're all really loving the mask, and it's mm -hmm. becoming a real comfort to them to have the faces covered up. Um, I had a real um, mm -hmm. carry on with our granddad. At the beginning of it, um, he got put in a care home. We've gone off subject here, like no, no, this is what we do. Care. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, we we got he got put in a care home, um, bless him, and we got a letter saying 
they tested the care home and it was COVID free. And we were like, oh, that's great. You know, this is right at the beginning when everyone was really sort of worried about yeah. it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I was like, that's great. And then two, le- two weeks later, we got a do not resuscitate form. And I was like, oh, that's a bit peculiar. What and the then fuck? two weeks after that, we got a letter saying that they've um, put fully infected COVID patients from the hospital into the care home, five of them. And when they did that, it killed off granddad. It killed all of them. They oh, all no. died in the care home. What the and then, fuck? And then I found out, because I've got friends who own care homes, that they were getting paid about £13,000 to put infected COVID patients from the hospital into the care homes. What the so, fuck, man? Yeah, so that's what happened at the very beginning. And it's just been such an eye-opener, all this. But if you try and tell mm-hmm. some people they, don't, they won't hear it, because obviously they've been poorly with COVID, but my, I've got my partial collapse alone. I say this to people, from having pneumonia twice really very badly in 2018. Um, and I remember being in the hospital, there was no beds available. I was in the corridor lined up with people, um, having iodine in my lungs and all the rest of it because I'd got the super flu. My sister had the super flu the same time as me and her head was in one of them breathing things with the big oxygen tent things. Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up with a collapse of lung. So with both me and my sister in 2018, there was a super flu and we, we really did wreck our lungs. We've been absolutely fine for these two years. But what I would say to people is, you know, there was always these respiratory problems. There was 65,000 a year dying of the flu all the time, always. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, you've just got to weigh it up, haven't you, sometimes? And mm-hmm. uh, the damage, like the cancer patients not being seen. and oh, So many crazy. other issues oh, as well. It's, it's, so bad, it's yeah. crazy, man. It's crazy. It's like the yeah. people in charge have no fucking idea what's going on. They're just following a narrative. I know. It's, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's like mm-hmm. uh, it's like you're not from here now. <laughs> I keep saying that I'm not from here. Just, I can't be. Just we're getting old, really that's all. <laughs> I've got really rare blood, and I think there's a link to that. I think oh, it's like it must be alien blood or something like that. Mm. It's it? good to see uh, THC in it, that's all. Yeah. It no, makes you I've think straight. That, like, is it? Is it like the O negative, recess O negative? It's like right. there's a little village um, somewhere and they only have O negative blood there. It's really funny mm-hmm. um, because there was no record of it. I think, I don't know how long ago, but there was no record of it. So it's as if something's come from another planet and bred with humans. Which yeah, yeah, they that say that, the resus, the resus negative. Uh, that's it, yeah, gene. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. So And then everyone in my art club, which I found out was all the same blood group as me. And we'd all no like, way, really? It was just bizarre. And I said, there's obviously a link to being like creative and a bit out, the sort of like, you know, not following the narrative and stuff like that mm. and the connection with the blood group. I don't know. That I don't know what, what blood group I am, but I assume it's the same as you then. <laughs> exactly. It's got to be. <laughs> well, I only know because when you have kids, they have to do the blood group because yeah. my body would naturally abort my babies if I didn't mm. have these um, gamma injections when you're pregnant, you see, because mm-hmm. yeah. your blood group, um, it's very weird. Yeah, yeah, I know somebody um, so with the same condition. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's how I found out. But I think men, like, I don't know how you would find out your blood group unless you'd specifically sort of ask for it. Yeah, you have to go and ask for it. Even if you yeah. have a blood taken, you don't find out what blood group you are. No. It's a strange no. thing. Yeah, it is. We could have some important blood group that I don't know about, but I could be sharing with people. But would they even accept it anyway? They'd like test it and be like, oh, look, there's cannabis in this <laughs> in this blood here. We don't want to get anybody addicted to cannabis now. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably be pick it up in our DNA, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them. I don't know. Crazy times, man. I know. But like I, I say, nothing seems to make any sense. No, no. You've just got to keep grounded and do 
things that make you fit and healthy and mindful and just make better decisions for yourself because you just mm-hmm. can't rely on anybody else to do that for you now. Mm-hmm. I think that's been the biggest lesson for me. You know, years ago, oh, I don't feel I ring the doctor. And I, I used to have, I used to be good friends with the doctor. I'd be like, you know, crying and carrying on. And oh, and they'd be like, you know, we will do this, we'll change this, we'll put you on this, we'll do it. And, and just coming out of that whole vortex of, of being in that environment and, you know, for years and years now. And I look back and I think, good God, like it was a way of life, mm. you know just looking to them to have all the answers and now I've learned so much about you know spirituality mindfulness um, yoga meditation nutrition holistic mm-hmm. things it's, it's it's opened the floodgates to everything and everything that is good for you fundamentally so yeah so yeah maybe it's on the right path hopefully <laughs> nutrition is a major one this yeah. one that's uh underestimated a lot you know we, we oh, are yeah. what we eat exactly yeah. gotta try and eat well so you are then well yeah, and the, and I think a lot of cancers and that are caused from from again a lot of carcinogenics in the food and the processed mm-hmm. stuff and things like that. Anything in moderation is fine, you know, and I, I believe that. But it's when you you know repeatedly eating the same sort of crap day in day out, it will mm-hmm. eventually take its toll. You know, I say this to my son because my son's sixteen now, and he you know he's he's at that age where all of a sudden he thinks he knows better than me. You know, and. It's, it's like <laughs> no it, quickly it's, move out now while you know everything yeah, quickly. <laughs> it's just like you know the hang on you no one warns you i need to write a book about this actually no one warns you like you have these beautiful little kids that like hang on your every word and then they go through like puberty and these hormones come i mean i'm dodging hormones left right and center in this house gosh so and then it's just like and then they just get so opinionated and then they start taking the mick out of you so you end up like a gibbering and wreck and it's like i don't know how this has happened to me like you know but it's just a phase man they get through it and then they'll be good again when they get to their 20s when they move out and experience life and be like fuck this is a bit shit (laughs) (laughs) i really appreciate everything mom did for me now that makes a big difference man he's into his skateboard and that you know and he he just goes skateboarding all over his long hair and that and he's like uh and he comes in and i say to him you know about nutrition and stuff like that and he's diet and he, it just goes in one ear and out the other you know kevin and perry go large and it's but yeah like but my daughter she she listens you know and i think i've got her very young doing it because i understood it while she was only little so luckily mm-hmm. she's on board with it but i didn't fully grasp it all until blake was a bit older so obviously he's got his own thoughts on things now and mm-hmm. But we can only do what we can do, can't we? That's it. Parenting, it's, there's no book for it. I mean, I'm sure yeah. there is loads of books, but none of them are any good, really. You know, it's one of them. I know. Well, it's, di- it's different for everyone, isn't it? You right. It's crazy yeah. shit, man. But it's good that, you know, having kids is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's just, especially during these times, it's emotionally uh, draining because you just mm-hmm. want the best for them. You just want them to have an okay time, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you, you, you can see you all the adults are suffering now. And yeah. we just, it's like we're turning the blind eye to how the kids are, are, uh, are reacting to this. Well, the kids are dealing with adult problems, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it just shouldn't be like that, should it? Mm-hmm. But I mean, my kid was at school and uh, she has had COVID, but the teacher told her that, you know, it, it doesn't matter that you've had it, you need to wear a mask because you don't want to catch it. So you pass it on to your grandparents because that might kill them. Yeah. And the mental health part of it, I mean, it, there's many kids who have been told the same thing my daughter got told at school there, you know, you might pass it on to a grandparent. What if oh, the yeah. grandparent did catch it and did die? Are these kids and holding themselves responsible? 
yeah and then you've got half the kids um all conforming to it and picking on the ones that aren't and mm-hmm. oh it's, it's just it's like toxic it really is I, I don't know whether we can see it more because obviously we've already understood corruption with the cannabis side of things mm-hmm. and we're used to sort of them not doing the right thing there right. that yeah. it's just steered me into being you know understanding what's going on here oh. I don't know I it's, think that's a massive part of it uh, because for years, I mean, we we were brought up, all of us in the Western world here, we were brought up being told yeah. drugs are bad. Yeah. You know, the, cannabis is addictive. It's going to send you schizophrenic psychosis, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, it's illegal. And then we take it. And we've already well, been what, for what, about 18 years. Sorry? The, the anti- on the back of the antidepressants, it says one of the side effects is suicidal thoughts and yeah. all the rest. I mean, well, that's okay, though, eh? I, yeah, I it's all right. It's no problem, you know? Yeah. It's just clear that we're lied to, and we have been lied to for a long time. When I came off antidepressants, I used to, I used to call them brain zaps, and your head would just go zzz, zzz, like at the front of your head all the time. And that happened, I'd say that happened for a good year after wow. coming off them. Um, and just the depression, it never went, you know, and it took, I'd say it took a good year for me to feel like, oh, this is this is me. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just didn't know, you don't know who you are when you're on all of these things. It's like, mm-hmm. is that a yeah. true reflection of who I am and how yeah. I feel? And I think I just wanted to fundamentally see who I was and what I was about, you know, so I, I stopped all of it. Mm-hmm. But what a carry on. And yeah, when you're on it, you know, they're definitely... They can definitely send you into a psychosis, and so can the oxycodone and things like that. And you know, it's, so it's, how long were you taking all these uh, the the painkillers and the antidepressants? The, um, the oxycodone and Contin and the tramadol. I think for about three years. Um, I started off sort of on sulfadol and um, tramadol years ago with the pain, and then I went to a new GP, and he was like, "Oh, these are the latest things. These oxycodone and the non-addictive and all of this." And I was like, "All oh, right, fabulous. Wow. Non-addictive, non-addictive. Non-addictive. What a fucking liar." <laughs> oh my god! Like you know, I thought I was dying. Like when I came off them, six Ooh. weeks. Um, you know, uh, it was just horrendous. And then because I'd lost that much weight, they sent me for a colonoscopy. You know, where they stick the thing up your bum mm-hmm. and. Um, which was very, very horrendous. Like just again for a woman, it's not a nice, it's not a nice experience that. Mm-hmm. So I went and had that done and they said, oh, we think you've got a cancerous um, thing, you know, and uh, it's SL polyp or something. Yeah, anyway, polyps, the, yeah. I waited for three months thinking I had bowel cancer and I went back and the guy said to me, oh no, it's just where the trainees scraped your colon going round. Oh, I said, marvellous. So, uh, like, so not only has he damaged my colon, and I've been left thinking I had cancer for three months. So that was all the backlash of coming off the tablets and everything. It was just hell. My life yeah. was hell for a good couple of years, you know. Uh, but there is light at the end of the tunnel, and I do tell people that. But you've got to want it, and you've got to you want to to want to change. You know, it's mm-hmm. a hard thing to come off all of that sort of stuff. It's horrible, man. I mean, I'm lucky enough to not have to uh, ever have taken any large amounts of yeah. prescription medications at all, man. And uh, yeah. I went. I had a tolerance break over Christmas time. I stopped smoking for a while. Yeah. And I hurt my my back playing Beat Saber. Yeah. And the missus was like, yeah, I'll take one of these. Uh, I can't remember. It's it's one of the strong painkillers. It wasn't yeah. just a paracetamol. But yeah. I'm like, no, nah, man, you know, it's, if I if yeah. I want medicine, I have yeah. my own medicine. I've grown myself right here. I've got cannabis yeah. right there. And if I want it for, for yeah. pain relief, I'd rather take that than any prescription medication that yeah. they'll throw down one day. Yeah. It's like normally on a day-to-day for me, I get all my jobs done and stuff. But then, like... I look forward to sort of tea time having my RSO mm-hmm. um, because um, for me, I don't know, like when you're on painkillers, you're sort of having them the minute you get up and things like that. And if you can endure it a little bit, then it's something. So it's like 
oh well at least I've got that for for nighttime you know and I don't know and it's just totally different now my life's just totally different but I'm still in pain but I just again I think psychologically you can man you can you can deal with yourself a bit better when you're not on all of that stuff Mm -hmm. um I think you just sort of become very very consumed and victimed to it you know when you're on it all and Mm-hmm. if anyone suggests oh come off you tell oh, I need them I need them you know you're so protective over your prescription drugs and it's just like it's an addiction really is what it yeah, is isn't it for sure it's an addictive substance there's no denying I it people that take all that and they drink alcohol with it as well I mean oh. what that concoction is doing to them I don't know um you see alcohol's not for me neither it's no. a thing you know um I don't mind, you know, a glass of red wine with some olives, you know, sometimes. But it's, yes, it's not saying, like it's not my thing. I would not want. It's to not an everyday it. thing. It's not like you no. enjoy being drunk. You might enjoy a drink, but when you get drunk, it's just not an enjoyable feeling at all. No, I, I hate that shit, man. Not the, at all. the swirlies, everything's fucking spinning around. It's like, where's the fun just in this? Horrendous. Can somebody explain why this is no. fun, please? <laughs> I know. And the things that people do when they're under the influence and the self-regret mm-hmm. and the self-sabotage and waking up feeling like horrendous and, mm-hmm. oh, God, like, you know, it's destroyed lots of things, hasn't it? No, pass me the pipe any fucking day, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. God damn. It's crazy. So w- w- when you started using the cannabis medicine, how long ago was that? Well, it was the same time, roughly, I came off all the things. Like I said, I can't remember exactly how many years it's been. I'm yeah, guessing yeah. sort of five now. Four, no way. Five or six. That's impressive, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like I said, you know, even when I'm in pain, if there was uh, ibuprofen and that, you know, that, that, that gives you stomach ulcers. There's so many mm-hmm. knock-on effects to ibuprofen. And uh, I don't even like to give my daughter it, you know. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. So, yeah, I just uh, I just wait and have my RSO and stuff. But I do like the RSO. It's uh, it's just and I used to get like you know the chill pills like the medicaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had them before, and then there was a lady down the road. She used to keep all the stocks, so I used to make cannabis tea. I do like I'm partial to a cannabis tea or like doing a hot chocolate with them and stuff. She um yeah, <laughs> things like that really, but um but yeah. You know, it works and you can grow it yourself, and that's the problem. That's why yeah. they don't want anybody getting hold of it because it's it's a uh, it's a decentralized form of currency yeah, yeah. where we can just grow it ourselves. The government isn't in control. They can't tax it if we grow it ourselves. There's so yeah. many things that, that they don't like about it. I know. Crazy, Shopping. man. I know. Shopping. But we got way off track from your book here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we would. <laughs> They don't yeah. get me to, it's like I'm like a wind up bloody monkey. I don't stop. It, it's just because everything just blows my mind now. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> it's just the world we're living in, isn't it? It's crazy. Things are crazy, man. Things are fucking crazy. If you would have gone back three years and said, this is what it's going to be like, start of 2022, <laughs> be like, fuck off. Are you crazy? That is not even a good science fiction book. You know? <laughs> you mental. You know, and here we are, man. Oh, Lord, dear me. Crazy shit. It's been lovely talking to you anyway. Yes, thank you very much for taking the time out and come and talk to me. And uh, can you tell everybody where they can find your book? Um, yeah, well, I mean, you can um, go onto the website. Um, so it's Walter www.walterandthemagicseed.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, if people want to stock it or anything, they can email me there. Um, but if they want to buy it singly, I think um, N.I. Kanagai is stocking it. And there's Little Collins in Northern Ireland stocking it. Sweet. Little um, Collins is a, a good shop. We know of those. Yeah, there's um, there's a few stuck in it. That, that, that's on the website, you know, I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but if anybody wants 
any more information or anything, just email me through there. I have got the Instagram if anyone wants to go and like that because I've only got I think I've only got about nine hundred people on that, so that'd be good if we could get some people liking that. Um, and that's it really for now. Awesome. Well, I think we could do a put a competition out there, and we'll try and get some people go get signed up to the page. Maybe give the book away. Absolutely, we have yeah, copy. Let me know and I can, uh, I can always do that, yeah, absolutely. I'll message you after this and yeah, uh, we'll cool. sort that out, yeah. Nice, because I've got a signed copy here, but I think I might want to keep that one. Exactly. <laughs> I don't blame you. They're like limited edition, aren't they? Because they're the first of the kind, especially in the, it's the first in the UK. Um, mm. So it's just something nice to have as well, isn't it? Like you've got the first one. Because um, no doubt within a few years, I would imagine other people, after I've done this, they'll, they'll start to bring them out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> That's hopefully. normally what happens. You know, that's what but we want to see. More, the more, more of these books, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. All right, darling. Well, yeah, thank you very much for joining me, uh, Ali. You should, well, you could, Alison. Which, which name should I use? You should use your pen name. Ali, Ali's fine, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, it's been a pleasure, Ali. Thank you very thank much you, for darling. joining us. And we'll be in touch and we'll sort out some uh, competition to get more people over to the Instagram page and get more notice Excellent. on the book. Excellent. Sweet. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you, darling. You have thank a good you. day. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for this week's interview. I hope you enjoyed it. So if you want to know more about Walter the Wizard and the Magic Seed, you can head over to walterandthemagicseed.com. You'll be able to buy the book there. You'll be able to find out other shops that stock it so you can buy it from them. Or you'll be able to contact Alison herself, maybe buy yourself a copy. But you heard Alison say during the interview how she does a lot of this on her own and it's a struggle for her. So if you could head to the website, go to the contact page and just let her know that she's part of our cannabis community and we are all here to help each other. I think it would mean a lot to her if she knew that she had a lot more support from people in the community. And she isn't on her own going through all this and everybody appreciates the work that she's doing to try and break the stigma that cannabis has surrounding it. That'd be super cool. But anyway, thank you for joining us for this week's interview. I hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna talk about nutrients on Friday's episode when it comes to the Grow Guides. So make sure you check that out as well. Of course, we have the session on Friday too. You're always welcome to join that. And we have the show on Sunday nights, which you're also welcome to come and join us for that as well. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed and we'll catch you on Friday's show. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share with your friends. Massively appreciate it. Catch you on the next one. Goodbye.